they seek him there. Those Frenchies seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Pimpernel. Presenting Marius Goring, star of the motion picture Red Shoes, as Baroness Orpsey's immortal character, the Scarlet Pimpernel. Adventures of the Scarlet Pimpernel, starring Marius Goring as Sir Percy Blakeney. I took a little cottage down by the sea near Portsmouth, so that members of the League would have a place to rest between our expeditions into France. But most of them preferred to go to London between their missions. Only Tony Dewhurst and I preferred the solitude of the beach and the endless voice of the surf. Oh, it's so peaceful here, Blakeney. So far removed from the troubled world. Makes France and all the things that have happened there seem like a dream. I saw a woman on the beach this afternoon. Tired this way. <laughs> Blonde? Yes. Rather lovely from a distance. You know In the adjoining estate. Mrs. Belfer. You've heard of her husband? Oh, yes. Arthur Belfer, isn't it? The, uh... The industrialist. Yes. Hmm. War hit him rather hard, didn't it? Yes, most of his holdings were in France. In a sense, though, they were very fortunate. Well, how do you mean? Well, they were more or less permanent residents in Paris, but they came home to England for a visit just a few days before the French struck. That is fortunate. Now, they aren't exactly impoverished. They have an enormous house, lovely gardens, good staff of servants. Now, I've spoken to one of the staff a couple of times, an old man, a, a caretaker. I think. Uh, it must have been Ramsay. He's been here almost as long as the sea. Mm, his face belongs to a painting, ancient and weather-beaten, but full of gentle wisdom, as though he'd loved everything and everyone. He does. And everyone loves Ramsay. Uh, ready to turn back? Mm. Suppose we better? Or we'll be on Belfast grounds. I... Good heavens, Pickney, where did that come from? It's hard to tell at night. Might be any direction. Or back towards our place or Belfast. Well, it's nobody at our cottage. Might even have come out from there. What, the sea? If only there was a moon. There could be a ship out there anywhere. I... Oh, somebody running. Coming this way along the beach. Yes. Who's that? Who's there? Stand where you are. Ah, who are you? And what are you doing here? Oh, it's a soldier. A sentry on shore. Oh. Speak up. I'm Sir Percy Blakeney. This is Lord Anthony Dewhurst. Are you gentlemen armed? No, I'm afraid not. You'd better stay with me then. 
Mind if we check your cottage and the grounds? Well, what about Belfort's? There are plenty of people at Belfort's. If anything's happened at the house, well, if there's only one shot, others would be setting up an outcry. Yeah, come on, Sentry. Let's have a look about We made our way to the Belford estate. The beach was clear, and we started to work our way back to the house. It was almost a quarter of a mile from the seafront, set in the centre of fine gardens lined with trees and shrubs. You can see part of the house through the trees, gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, a few of the rooms are lighted back there. Yes, but if there were any disturbance here, the entire house would probably be lit. There doesn't seem to be any... Whoever you are... I've got a gun, so don't move. Huh? Uh, is that you, Mr. Belford? Yes. Who are you? Corporal Watkins, sir, of the beach patrol. There's two gentlemen with me from the cottage up the beach. It's Percy Blakeney, Belford. My friend, Terry Dewhurst. Oh. Oh. What are you doing here at this time of night? The same thing you're doing, I fancy. It was my study. I I heard a shot and a scream. Well, it was more than your imagination. I wasn't sure. Uh, no mistaking it, it was loud enough. Loud to us on the beach, Tony, but the house is set well back. Trees and shrubs may have shut off the sun. Shot must have come from the beach then, my lords. If uh, Mr. Belford barely heard it back here, we'd better have a good look down along the shore. Right. Coming along, Belford? Yes. I, I suppose I should have gone down there before. I just made a check of the grounds around the house. Well, whoever fired the shot has had more than half an hour to get away. There's a path here through the gardens and the grove. Leads past the caretaker's cottage and to the beach. Well, Ramsay may have heard something. Cottage is a little closer to the beach than the main house. Mm, just another 40 yards through here. Uh, no light showing. But if the sound was back here, he might have slept through it. Mm. Or he may have made a casual check and gone back to bed. A man awakened by a sound at night, gentlemen, might just think he was dreaming. Well, we'll soon know if he heard anything. I... Look, the door, it's wide open. Come on. <laughs> same gentle look that Tony had spoken of was on Ramsay's face. His body was in the center of the room, and there was a stain where the bullet had entered his chest. Is he dead? Yes. In his own cottage, just a hundred yards from the main house. Mr. Belfort, it, uh, it seems to me that you should have heard the shot and scream much more loudly than we did on the beach. How about that, Mr. Belfort? What do you mean? I told you what I heard. I mean, we were a quarter of a mile or more from this spot, and we heard the shot quite clearly. You mean to imply that I... Just a moment, all of you. Well, your friend here is practically saying... He'll change what he's saying in a moment. Stoop down here. All of you. What is it, sir? Ramsey's shoes. Wet sand clinging to them. Now feel his hair. Why, it's, it's full of wet sand. And if you'll slip your hand under him, you'll find the back of his jacket is the same. Well... What about it, Blakeman? I think it's obvious, Belfer. We heard the shot clearly down at the beach. You weren't quite sure what you'd heard. It all fits. Ramsay was killed down by the beach. And then somebody took hold of his legs and dragged the body here to this cottage. The question is, why was he killed? You tell me. Old Ramsay didn't have an enemy in the world. Robbery, Blakeman? <laughs> look around you. Does it look as though he had anything worth stealing, let alone worth killing for? No. I'm afraid the reason for Ramsay's murder lies locked forever in here, in his head. What do you mean by that, sir? I mean that a man without enemies and without wealth could only be murdered because of something he knew or something he saw that constituted a danger to his killer. In that case, I might remind you and your insinuating friend here that you were on the beach tonight when this happened. I think you've said... Please, Tony. There's no need to get excited. Corporal. Uh, 
Yes, my lord. You also heard the shot. Now, can you tell Mr. Belfer how long after it was when you ran across us on the beach? Not more than uh, two or three minutes. Say, so you see, Belfer. We already had the time to drag the body up here. Besides, two of us could have carried it. The fact that it was dragged shows that it was one person. You'll excuse me, Mr. Belford, but I think that your servants and um, anyone else in this household had better be called down here to answer some questions. If you don't mind calling them, why should I mind? You um, have no further need for us, have you, Corporal? No, my lord, you may go. Thank you. Good night, Belford. Come on, Tony. Just take one torch to light our way. Oh, you seemed anxious to get out of there, Blakeney. I was, for two reasons. I want a quick look at that beach before the tide comes in full. And what's the other? By the time we finish at the beach, everybody from Belford's house will be at the cottage. I want to look through that main house. I found the trail I was looking for. A continuous furrow in the beach where a body had been dragged. We traced it down towards the water. came right along the waterline. Tide's starting to wash part of it away. Yes, it'll be all gone along here in a moment. Quickly. The torch. Over here. Oh, what is it? I saw the water move somewhere there. There, there it is. What? Good Lord, a pistol. I just noticed it rolled as that last wave lapped over it and receded. In another minute, it would have been washed out or buried by the sand. Hold the torch down here. Well? That stock and battle. That's a bit strange, isn't it? Yes, and they make this whole thing even stranger. Tony, this pistol is of French manufacture. Who would have a French gun here? Somebody who lived in France, like the Belfords. Come on, let's get back to that house. The servants' quarters were empty. But as far as we could see, there was no sign of nocturnal prowling along the beach. Tony and I made our way to the master quarters. Here's the study. Two master bedrooms open off here. Yes. Well, somebody was sleeping in this one. <laughs> Obviously a woman's room. Must be Mrs. Belford's. See through the door of the other one. Yeah. That bed hasn't been used, you see? Well, well, Belford admitted he was in the study. Hadn't gone to bed yet. Uh... What's that? Neither of us has walked over to that part of the room, but look. Over there on the rug. Looks like wet sand. It is. Let's have a look inside that room. Well, there's a bit more on the rug in here. I looked at Belford's boots down at the cottage. There was no sand on them. Then how did any get in here? It couldn't be from earlier. They're still damp. He could have come back and changed his boots. Here, have a look in the closets. Anything? Yes, Tony. These. An old pair of boots. Marked with wet sand. In a moment, Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel.
Now, Marius Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. I thought the evidence against Belfer was not enough for us to charge him openly. Would Belfort kill a harmless old man? Why? Well, that's something we've yet to learn. Somebody's coming. Belfort and his wife. We mustn't be found here. Okay, well, let's get out of the balcony. Come on. Yeah, yeah, against the wall. So they won't see us if they come over to close the shutters. Suppose they come out here. Oh, we'll think about that when it happens, shall we? Answering such impertinent questions from a common soldier. Why didn't you send him off? Because a man's been murdered. Can't you understand that? I understand all too well. And you, telling him you were here in the study when you heard a shot. Where were you, Arthur? Oh, this is very interesting. Well, where were you? You were away all evening? I walked to the edge of the village and back. I told you where I was going. Oh, yes, you told me. And I told you the truth, which is more than you ever told me. (sighs) I was coming up to the rear of the house when I heard the shot and Ramsay scream. Where were you when you heard them? I did not hear. I was asleep. You weren't even here. I was You asleep. weren't. Because I came up here first before I went out to look around. You weren't in your room. Then I went down to the kitchen. I made some more milk. In the kitchen? Or out meeting some man? Oh, what man? Old Ramsay? Maybe Sir Percy Blakeney. Or the friend who's staying with him. They were both out rather late tonight. Ah, you fool. Yes, fool. I accept the title. I thought we'd left all that behind us when we left France. I thought you'd change. But you never will. Will you, Louise? Ach, your mind is rotten with foul suspicion, is it not, Arthur? Who killed old Ramsay? Did you really walk to town, or were you prowling around here? Did you meet Ramsay in the dark and not recognize him? Is that what happened? Did you kill him because of a mind blinded by a jealous rage? Because you went mad when I wasn't in my room? Oh, mad. Am I? You killed one man in France because of me. And I found I'd never kill another, because you aren't worth it. Oh, I could leave you now. Leave you and never look back. Do you think that that matters to me anymore? All I have ever wanted was your money. And most of that is gone. Left in France. <laughs> your threats are hollow. Good night. Louise, I... Oh. Oh. No sign they heard us. Come on. We'd, we'd better get home to bed. Because we're not going to sleep long. Oh, why not? I want to be up at the crack of dawn. When the shore sentries relax their patrol for a little. Oh. While everyone is still sleeping at Belfort. I want to see what else we can find on that beach. With the first trace of dawn, we were back on the beach. Well, we've been all over it. I, I don't know what you expected to find anyway. Well, I was hoping to find footprints somewhere along the beach. When Ramsay was dragged, the mark of his body obliterated the steps of whoever was dragging him. I just thought there might be some clear tracks around the spot where he was killed. Well, if there were any tracks, high tides washed them away during the night. Yes. Probably already too late when we were down here last night. (laughs) Killing must have taken place near where we found the pistol. And the water had reached that. Yes. What now? (sighs) I don't know. What are you looking at? Those gulls. Yeah? The face of that cliff seems sheer. Yet some of them seem to be flying right into it and disappearing. Just a bit above the water level. Hmm. Yes. There must be some sort of cave, don't you think? Yes. Tony, if two people were going to meet somewhere at night, 
an open stretch of beach wouldn't be a likely place. Come on, let's 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 climb around the rocks and have a look. Right. It's easier than I expected. Plenty of hand and toe holds. Oh, yes, isn't it? Very easy. Say, there's a cave there. See the opening now? Look, just beneath it. Right, nothing there, except a little strip of sand between the rocks. Oh, there's so. more than that. The marks are faint, but you can still see them. I see what you mean. Like the prow of a boat that's just been pulled up on the sand. Look, we'll be at the cave in a second. Huh. Goodness, this ledge is almost like a path. Come on. Here we are. Oh, it's a rather shallow cave. All to ourselves, though, now that we've frightened the birds away. Well, well. What do we have here? What is it? A lantern. Yeah. A square of heavy fabric. Why would they be here? With that boat mark down below? I'd say they were used to signal the boat in. The square moved in front of the lantern and away. Yes. And from the recesses of the cave, the light wouldn't be seen by sentries along the beach. But, well, where would the boat come from? Well, from a larger ship, laying two out there in the sea. A ship that wouldn't risk detection by the shore patrol. You mean a French warship? That's exactly what I do mean. But, but why? Who are they contacting here? Well, this long stretch of beach, only a couple of miles from Portsmouth. What are you thinking, Blakeney? Just that the French have a very large army, Tony. Very much larger than ours. And if they could put a thousand of them ashore on this beach one night... Well, they could make a land attack on Portsmouth from the rear. Do you mean a raid? More than a raid. If they took Portsmouth on the harbour defences, they could turn our fortress guns on our own ships in the harbour. They could wipe out a wing of our fleet, then bring their own warships in full force with enough troops to launch a full-scale invasion. Good heavens! Oh, but they couldn't do that, Blackley. Well, they'd have to come into this beach in longboats. Our sentries would see them and spread the alarm before too many got ashore. They couldn't all land on that narrow strip below us, could they? No, but... Perhaps somebody is planning a way to get them past the sentries. Then you think that's why old Ramsay was killed? Because he found out that somebody was signaling from here, meeting a Frenchman. Perhaps. Let's get back to the beach. What are you going to do? Find Belford and force the truth out of him. We were too late. The servants were up and starting their work for the day. But Belford's room was empty his bed unslept in. Our investigation awakened Mrs. Belford. She received us in the study. You wanted to see my husband, gentlemen. Well, I am afraid you are a bit too late. He left here last night. Last night? Yes. A just a short while after you two gentlemen dropped from the balcony of this room into the garden. Uh. <laughs> you seem surprised. I saw you from my bedroom window. And, uh... You raised no love. Oh, why should I? It is no secret that you are the Scarlet Pimpernel, sir. Oh, Percy. come, come. We have heard that even in France before we returned to England. And if you are after my husband, why should I stop you? Where did your husband go to, Mrs. Hmm. Belfort? Do you think that a murderer would tell anyone where he was going? You must have heard our conversation last night. Uh, yes, uh, we did. I apologize. Uh, your husband was carrying a pistol when we saw him last night. Uh, did he own another? Uh, yes. He brought one back from France. Why? Uh, is, um... Is this it? Uh, yes. But did you catch him? No. Did you kill him? No. 
This gun was used to kill Ramsay. If, if you ever catch my husband, Sir Percy, kill him at once. He is a very powerful man. Don't let him trick oh, you. Don't worry, madam. I won't be tricked. I bid you a very good morning. Are you going... going to try to find him? No, a chase without direction would be a rather useless thing, Mrs. Belford. Then be my guests here tonight, gentlemen. I am giving a large party to celebrate my husband's departure. And please, don't call me Mrs. Belford. Call me Louise. Oh, thank you, Louise. <laughs> uh, good morning, <coughs> Louise. So, Belfour ran. Only away from hers, he threatened he would. He didn't kill Ramsay. She did. How do you know? She just told me, old boy. She just pointed out something I'd overlooked. What? That Belford was a powerful man. If a powerful man killed Ramsay and wanted to move him away from the beach... He'd toss the body over his shoulder and carry it. A woman couldn't. I think we've got to invite some other guests to tonight's party. Oh, who? I want you to ride into Portsmouth at once. Yes? Tell the naval commander of our suspicions. He can get his fleet to sea and lie offshore tonight to ambush the French. What are you going to do? Go to the army garrison. When that landing party comes to the beach tonight, our soldiers should be there to meet them. <laughs> party was a gay affair, and Mrs. Belford was very democratic. The guests were all people who owned property down by the seafront. It was midnight when my hostess danced with me. Are you enjoying yourself, Sir Percy? Not nearly so much as I expect to enjoy myself later, madam. <laughs> you sound very naughty. Oh, I am, I am. <laughs> and so are you, my beautiful Louise. You do not know that for certain. Ah, but I do. <laughs> you sent some hot rum down to the beach. <laughs> Sentries. Uh, and, and is that naughty? Well, it is when they're on duty. Particularly when the rum is uh, drugged. Oh, don't turn pale, dear lady. They didn't drink it. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, they're greeting your French friends on the beach just now. No! No, you must not! Looks like a water, Blakeney. No, 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 no. We can get her later. Come on, my dear fellow. We're missing the big party on the beach. Come on. In a moment, Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel.
Pimpernel. Conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Towers. 